Hey friends, it's Courtney. We were so excited to record this final episode of the season that we forgot to mention when we're coming back. Well, have no fear, we will be back on February 15th, 2022. So until then, please enjoy this episode, enjoy your holiday, and keep it real, real friends. We'll see you in the new year. Hello and welcome to the Real Friends Who Read Books podcast, where my friends and I force each other to read books we wouldn't typically read, because that's what a book club is all about. I'm your host, Mary Page, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Erica and Courtney. Every other week, we'll dive into one of our picks, exploring the themes and characters and whatever else comes along the way. You know, like a book club, but without the snacks. This is Real Friends Who Read Books. These are my real friends, and we've got some books to read. Let's get to it. This week, we'll be discussing In the Holidays by Christina Lauren. One Christmas wish, two brothers, and a lifetime of hope are on the line for Malin Jones. It's time for the back cover summary. It's the most wonderful time of the year, but not for Malin Jones. She's living with her parents, hates her going nowhere job, and has just made a romantic error of epic proportions. But perhaps worst of all, this is the... Last Christmas, May will be at her favorite place in the world, the snowy Utah cabin, where she and her family have spent every holiday since she was born, along with two other beloved families. Mentally melting down as she drives away from the cabin for the final time, May throws out what she thinks is a simple plea to the universe. Please show me what will make me happy. The next thing she knows, tires screech and metal collides. Everything goes black. But when May gasps awake, she's on an airplane bound to for Utah, where she begins the same holiday all over again. With one hilarious disaster after another sending her back to the plane, May must figure out how to break free of the strange time loop and finally get her true love under the mistletoe. Vibe check! How are we, friends? How did we feel about my last pick of the year in a holidays? Did it get you in the mood for the holiday season? Cute. Can you believe it's our last read of the year? It took me a minute to get grooving with this one, but it really clicked the other night, and now I'm really bummed I didn't have enough time to listen to it twice like Courtney did. I think that would have been really nice now that I'm kind of feeling the holiday spirit. I was at a little boutique yesterday. They had cute Christmas decorations up. I was really feeling it, and I didn't have time to listen to it again. What a bummer. Anyway, um, I'm still a Grinch, but this has warmed my heart like two degrees maybe. And her heart grew two sizes that day. (laughs) It makes me so happy. Um, Yeah, I, it really got me into the holiday spirit and I can't believe it, but I loved this book and I, like Erica said, listened to it twice because I thought the narrator or the, yeah, the narrator did a really good job and um, I started listening to it right in the beginning of November, when is when I start getting super jazzed about holiday stuff. So it was the perfect time. Um, yeah, this book was like cozying up and reading a Hallmark movie. <laughs> I just really mm-hmm. liked it. Mm-hmm. Now I have a question. Mm-hmm. Take out the holidays <laughs> or being like in the Christmas season, would you still like it? Oh, that's a good question. I think... I, no, I think the, the holiday part kind of, like, gave me that cozy, warm feeling that kept me wanting to read it. Like, dare, dare I say I would have liked it more. Oh, 
Oh. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking because for the next season, I love cheesy romance, you know, books. So I'm like, should I add more if you both liked this? But I didn't know if it was just because it's like Christmas themed. That's oh, why no. you like You should it? absolutely. Absolutely. Your truth. Yeah. Add more like cheesy stuff because Courtney I almost said holiday. Courtney almost said add more holiday <laughs> reads. Did. See? Just let me read about Christmas. I'm such a holiday person. <laughs> we see you, girl. Absolutely add more romantic stuff though, because I I mean I used to read exclusively cheesy romantic things. <laughs> in Maybe my it'll warm 20s. my heart. Yeah. I think I might need it. And I just because this one had if it didn't have the the holiday stuff, I think I would get too caught up in some of the things that I didn't like about the book. Um, but I want to read more of like these authors, the Christina, Lauren, because that's two you friends. You should right? read the Unhoneymooners. That's a really good one. Okay. And it's going to be a movie. <gasps> oh. <laughs> MP loves a book to movie combo. I do. It <laughs> is so your bad. <laughs> uh yeah, I I love lighthearted stuff. So this is my my jam. I don't care if it's unrealistic. This is a classic <laughs> comfort read for me. These are the type of books that I go to when I need an escape from the real world. And even better that it was Christmas themed because it makes me just feel that much more cozy. And I just want to mention like how shocked I am that both of you enjoyed this one. It just makes me very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so pretty quickly, we as readers learn this is one of those groundhog time loop types of deals where we continue to wake up in the same place the same day over and over again until we get it right. What is it about a time loop that people tend to love? Also, I feel like there was a lack of explanation on the time loop in the story. Did that bother either one of you? <laughs> I've said it once and I'll say it again. I hate a time loop. <laughs> Ah, there's almost no exception. I think it's probably why it took me so long to get into the story, why it was such a slow burn for me here. Mm -hmm. There's something about living with short-term memory loss that makes everything feel like a time loop. This You've formats, got your own. You right. don't need this. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense then. Honestly, just like <laughs> Tuesday's a time loop. So this format's just a little bit hard to swallow. Definitely a me thing. And after reading this all the way through, I think this is probably why I want to go back and listen to it again. It would feel probably more like the time loop the author intended and less like a time loop with big plot holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the time loop part was my least favorite aspect. And I think this is just because I read a lot of fantasy and sci-fi and it felt like um, she didn't get stuck in a time loop long enough for it to feel realistic which doesn't just send it if you're gonna yeah. do it that's right if you're gonna do a time loop do a time loop it's like towards the middle of the book we forgot the whole time loop part of it and then it was just an afterthought except for the fact that it caused like it was the big catalyst for the fight that happened between her and andrew which also was to me i was just like stop with the time loop stuff <laughs> just move on Go make out in a closet again. <laughs> yeah, I think it was definitely an afterthought as well. Like, it really bothered me that it was – that they just stopped doing the time loop in the middle of the book and then 
like it didn't really come up again. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was weird. I will say, though, it was really, like, it was written well when how she kept waking up and, like, freaking out in the in I loved plane. Like, that. It was so Yeah, in the funny. beginning. And yes. the, yeah, because and I wish that there were, like, some shorter time loops, maybe, and just stick in there or something just to, like, fill it out a little bit, make it feel more realistic as to why she would all of a sudden just, like, give up by the third one because she gave up and she just started acting how she wanted to like way quicker than her personality seemed like she would have yeah definitely um but i can't lie i'm like a sucker for a good time loop groundhog type (laughs) deal these are absolutely my jam personally i think what i love is not only seeing the process of the characters who are stuck in their ways obviously change for the better by the end of the process but i think it's so fun to see them go back in time time and time again like you're saying like why they awkwardly try to figure shit out i find that funny um but i was once again like disappointed that there wasn't like much of an explanation for the time loop she was in and we didn't go back time and time again like as often Mm -hmm. that makes sense Yes, it does. Okay, a little bonus question here. I want to know what your favorite groundhog type movie or book is, if you even have one, Erica. <laughs> P.S. How old did you all feel when May had no idea Benny was referencing the Groundhog Day movie while she was having a meltdown on day four? Wow. Yes, ancient. Um, my whole life feels like a broken simulation. Got nothing for you. <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen Palm Springs, but I honestly don't remember the plot of it. <laughs> That's such a good one. I think I liked it. You should watch it again. Never. I don't even know what Palm Springs is. Oh, it's it's one of my favorite movies that I've watched recently. It just came out in 2020. Oh, that's why I haven't seen it yet. I It takes me a while to catch up. <laughs> We're like, 2020, don't know it. Highly recommend. All right, sorry, keep going. Maybe we'll watch that this weekend. Um, so I I feel like I've seen a Christmas movie or two. I feel like there are a few Christmas movies with a time. Is this loop. a common plot? Like a ho- like the Hallmark Lifetime cheesy Christmas movies. I feel like I've I've seen at least one. The one with the the guy from Saved by the Bell. Um, who's the guy from Saved by the Bell? You know. The guy that plays Zach. Do you remember Zach from Saved by the Bell? Did you watch that? You didn't watch Saved by the Bell. Oh, my God. My mom only let me watch educational stuff. Oh. Mom. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Oh, that stinks. I loved Zach. But I can't remember his name. I really missed major cultural moments. But I learned a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But I learned a lot. (laughs) But I'm smarter for it. Uh, yeah, I don't remember hating that movie, but I didn't love it. It was one of those ones where we watched just to kind of mock the entire time, which mm. is fun. Um, aside from that, uh, there was an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where she, where she gets stuck in a time loop in season six that I liked. So <laughs> <laughs> I really like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I almost named Paxton Xander with an X, so. Or I almost thought you were going to say Buffy. <laughs> yeah, so did I. I was like, I almost named him Buffy. <laughs> Little do you know. 
Ooh, big fan. So, yeah, since these movies are my thing, here we go. So Groundhog Day was definitely a movie we watched a lot as kids. Mm -hmm. Our dad had like a certain rotation of movies and this was one of them. And this was one I actually didn't mind watching. Um, Palm Springs on Hulu. I highly recommend that one. I think that is one of my favorite ones that has come out recently. And it's funny. Um, I loved The Russian Doll on Netflix. I even liked Happy Death Day from back when I partook in watching scary movies. Also, another Netflix one, when we first met, it has Adam Devine in it. It's not exactly a time loop, but it's pretty darn close. It's very silly, but uplifting. I also really enjoyed that one. So anyone that likes this as well, there's some recommendations. So many. Yeah. (laughs) I I was just like, trying so hard to think of some a singular <laughs> thing literally anyone the thing. vampire slayer <laughs> We're, we really exist on a continuum here i think there's me yeah. on one end there's mp over here courtney in the middle with buffy <laughs> that's funny we've got it all so funny so what i really loved about this book was that Um, this wasn't a traditional family Christmas gathering that they had. I loved that they were old college friends who decided to celebrate every Christmas with each other. Even once they started having their own families, divorces and all, they stuck to it. Who were some of your favorite characters? Were there any you weren't a fan of? (laughs) Theo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was my favorite part. I'm so here for the unconventional traditions blowing up the old traditions and starting fresh ones. Theo was such a whiny baby. He did that thing that a lot of guys do where like a girl's been nice to you and graced you with her friendship and you all of a sudden think that you're entitled to a romantic relationship with her, to which I say, you gross goodbye. We owe you (laughs) nothing. I don't know how you got that one confused. Um, But on the other hand, Benny was really, really lovely we love an old stoner who doles out sage advice. That is just one of my favorite characters. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Benny was uh, the glue that held May together, <laughs> and i i I loved I loved his pre- his ever pre- like constant calm presence throughout. And yes. he came up with a solution to save the cabin, which you know, also awesome. Um, Theo was super obnoxious. I wasn't a fan of Theo. Every time, every time he came around, I was like, oh, this guy again. <laughs> Back on his bullshit. Get, get away from me. <laughs> I just wanted to like scoot away. I know, right? Um, well, and I, I don't think it helped when the way that it was described how he made out with May in the beginning, like licking her face. Blech. <laughs> Although, although her telling that was so funny in the book. <laughs> oh, good. And then, uh, and then, um, oh, who else did I put on there? Oh, yeah. And I also really started to like May um, once she started losing her shit and and stuff like that was the, it, was being more real. <laughs> yeah, when she well, f- first when she was like she walks in the house and she's already been through this time loop a bunch of times and she's like kids you're gonna get hit by it watch out for the dog don't eat the cookies don't play this music like she just lost her shit for a second and then and then she started to you know 
changed the way she did stuff. And then then I enjoyed her a bit more. She was obnoxious at first. I appreciate yeah. authentic May. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that was one of my favorite parts was when she was telling everyone like those things like don't do that, don't do that. I <laughs> snorted funny. when I was listening to it. I remember <laughs> I was like I was doing the dishes and the way that the narrator read it, I was just like <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. That's cute. Um, everything you both said about Theo, I'm just going to say a big yup to. <laughs> totally agree with both of you. And God, yes, like Benny was my favorite for sure. Like what a cool dude. That's all we need to say. Benny. So with their traditions, they took it to a whole new level, in my opinion. I mean, every day they had a scheduled event. What were some of your favorite moments or Christmas traditions throughout the book. Dare I say they're doing too much. Love the festive spirit, but please calm down, people. We have a scheduled event every single day? What? If someone tried to invite me to a cabin and then told me we were going to have a week of scheduled activities, a week of scheduled activities with something every single day, I would fake my own death, hands down. Like, absolutely. (laughs) have to oh <laughs> i'm with i'm with you on that um yeah. an activity every single day is my kind of nightmare i'm good with like one or two strategically planned like outings um and then the rest of the time it's just a lot of downtime reading and sleeping yeah and playing board games or something um i need a vacation after that vacation <laughs> exactly um that being said, uh, the scavenger hunt, although it makes me kind of cringe just because you have to go talk to strangers, I feel like if I had a very extroverted friend that was leading, that I trusted, that was leading me around to do this, I would, could really get into that because it sounds fun because um, I can be pretty competitive. And uh, sledding, I'm always down for sledding. Their sledding sounds fun. Although I wouldn't want to sled with my dad. Like the way that she was talking about how yeah. she go down the hill with her dad, and then you talk about how she did with Andrew, and I'm just like, we've put these things side by side. And I don't like what we've done <laughs> I don't here. Like the comparison you put in my head. Yeah, there's a certain age where you stop going with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it's like <laughs> seven. <laughs> it was two decades ago. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I I agree. It was overkill with the traditions. We have have got to find a balance here, people. And yeah, sledding, I think, would be my favorite. It's classic, but a fun tradition. Mm -hmm. So what are your favorite? Did they go skating? Wait, what? Did they go skating? I don't know if they did in the book, but I would like to say that's a tradition that I can get down with. If they they didn't, I would like to throw a... You know, throw something out there for skating. They should. Yeah, I like ice skating. Erica, remember when we went? Yes, boy, do I. (laughs) I loved the skating part. No, skating is so much fun. (laughs) I don't get a lot of opportunities to do it out here, but alas. Oi. What are your favorite holiday traditions that you do at home? Yes. As a kid, breakfast on Christmas morning was my favorite. Tough to stick with those as you grow up and move across the country. You'll see the cost of flights. I mean, 
But since being out in California, I have taken to starting my holidays at the beach. That is quickly becoming my favorite part of the day. I went surfing on Thanksgiving with a friend, pure joy, crowds and all. That's my favorite part of the day. Oh, I love that. Yeah. um, When I first moved away from home, I was very much like May and that I needed to have like a tight grip on all of my old family traditions because I used to fly back. Um, and now that's grown to be too expensive. But and have you all seen the cost of flights? <laughs> Once again, reference to the flight cost. Yes, <laughs> so bad. And now I've got a kid who sits in his has to sit in his own seat, and uh, um. But before that, it was always my the Christmas party at my dad's shop because there was free drinks, gambling, and. Um, it was always on my birthday (laughs) or it usually landed right on my birthday because my birthday is two days before Christmas. Um, and I basically ran around like it was my birthday party. I just told myself it was my birthday party and it kind of made it that way. And all the guys at the shop, I would be like, it's my birthday. And they'd give me $5. (laughs) $5. Or, well, it depends on how well they were doing it. One of the, you know. At the, in the gambling the moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a Depends good time on when you to them. go up. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, this person's winning. They're really hey, on a heater. By the way, Might it's be my more birthday. than five. It's my birthday. And as a Capricorn, money is the greatest gift you can give me, aside from books. <laughs> Better yet, a book with money inside. As now we're really model. talking. Oh, there you yes. go. Yes. That's the way to That's our heart. Money. <laughs> um but now our favorite my favorite tradition is on christmas eve um i kind of carry on the tradition we had when we were younger i make i make like soup and we do deli sandwiches for dinner and we call into family over in michigan and we open our secret santa presents and i think that's my my favorite my favorite new tradition that's cute yeah Okay, I'm about to be a cheese ball for a second, but I'm very much one of those people who have only like enjoyed the, the traditions for the people and the vibes. Mm-hmm. So if that makes sense, I always loved our Christmas Eve nights as kids because everyone around me was so excited with the anticipation of the next day. But really, I think any time I get to spend with my siblings, including Erica, duh, mm-hmm. and we get to sit around and play games and make stupid jokes will forever and always be my favorite. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Erica was always a part of all of the traditions that we've listed. She was. <laughs> I was really showing up in all these. <laughs> well, because you would stay over, like, the day of Courtney's birthday mm-hmm. pretty much every year. So, yeah, like, every year. you were there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll note that my tradition does not conflict timing-wise with any of the ones that you listed. <laughs> I did all of this stuff with your family and then skedaddled back home for Christmas morning. <laughs> I love that Yeah, so it was much. beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> Oh, I miss that. Oh, yeah. it was so much fun. Oh. Remember, we all lived like five minutes from each other. What a treat. Oh, that was what a good time in our that lives. fun. <laughs> okay, moving on. Let's talk about May and her love tri- triangle with the two brothers, Theo and Andrew. Do you think Theo even had feelings for May? Oh, no, I doubt mm. men always. I, <laughs> You know me, I'm on brand. I think Theo liked the idea of May, perhaps, and also kind of felt like she owed him that affection in exchange for a lifetime of friendship and him treating her like a full human being. 
Feels kind of like the guy to gripe about being friend zoned without first considering how a woman feels about the situation. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think he could have had feelings for me if she reciprocated them. Like, yeah, he's one of those guys that you definitely have to like him for him to. And then also what about oh, he put in the work? Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, I'll put in minimal work because you like me. But like, I still need to be, I need to be treated like the God that I am kind of guy. Um, and then he'll be annoyed that he's getting too much attention. <laughs> Can't win. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> well, it's even telling that Andrew, one of my favorite parts is when they were underneath the Christmas tree. And he pretty much was like telling May, like, hey, like, I want you to be careful because he's a player. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty telling when the brother Your brother is like, is like hey. he kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want you to get hurt. Like, don't do that. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I don't know what it was, but, like, about Theo, but anytime he said anything or did anything, it just made me feel icky. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. He's just yeah. okay. icky. Here's a question, though. So when Andrew was like, mm, be careful, he's a player, do we really truly believe that there was, like, no shred of feelings for May and him at that moment in time? And that was, like, not at all self-serving, not even a little bit. Oh, it he's had He's just, to like, a time. really oh, great it... guy. Oh, no. No, it was. Yeah. It's okay. Because, like, Theo's trash. he said but... it, he was like, I don't want you to be hurt because he... Because I love you. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't admit it. <laughs> Feelings? Express them out loud? No. <laughs> Never. Yeah, so let's talk about what were your favorite May and Andrew moments? Swoonworthy moments? Spicy moments? Maybe cringe-worthy moments <laughs> for Erica? Yes, big cringe. I wish y'all could have seen the grimaces on my face as I read these spicy moments. I did appreciate that one part where he said something about like loving her his whole life or something like that. Mm. That was really adorable because she really just spiraled into herself there. Mm-hmm. Kind of just collapsed, disassociated maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, and it was kind of sweet as he tried to figure out. He was like, oh, I've overstepped. I've really ruined it and it was adorable because it was a real moment of vulnerability mm-hmm. um cringed in the rest <laughs> listen to this at 1.4 speed um <laughs> yeah you did <laughs> yep yep definitely did that no um it was it was nice though i liked it the mistletoe mm-hmm. i was like oh get me out of this scene faster <laughs> i hate this oh that's so funny and i was like with an audience oh god no <laughs> I do have to say, so 1.4 was your speed. What were your speeds for the other romance ones, though? Were they higher? Mm. Is this progress? Huh? <laughs> Are you slowing down? <laughs> Honestly, no. I never listen, like, faster than 1.5 because you really can't comprehend. Okay. That's my so max what, speed. So 1.5 versus 1.4? I bounce between, like, 1.2 and 1.4. That's, like, where I stay, depending okay. on how fast the narrator talks. <laughs> Yes. It's not a content thing. It's a It's not it's a content a thing. thing. <laughs> it depends honestly on how the narrator talks cuz some just like really drag their words out and I'm like, "Okay, we're going to be here until January." <laughs> Who's got the time? That's funny. Uh if yeah, if you don't think that every time a spicy moment came up, I was like, 
I cannot wait to hear how Lara got There were so many. <laughs> uh, um, so I loved the the make out in the closet thing until that kid came and I was like, oh no. <laughs> that was a bummer. Um what was his name? Miles? I honestly don't remember the kid's name. Little twerp. Um and then you know the pantry all of the where they were hiding in closed rooms until she put her hand up on his chest and said it was yummy and then i was like okay ice water was just thrown all over this scene (laughs) yummy gross (laughs) so yeah don't put that into sexy talk don't don't do that (laughs) <laughs> I'm just thinking about what I was talking to Erica with like about yesterday. <laughs> yeah. How some like authors will call private parts sex, like oh, touched God. her sex or something like that. And that bothers me so much. <laughs> A baffling word choice. Honestly. Oh yeah. Ugh. Say what it is. Say Use the say words. It. Penis. Say vagina. <laughs> I don't care. Penis. Use the words. <laughs> Oh god. Uh, yeah, I loved the part where they were underneath the Christmas tree just being vulnerable. That shit always warms my heart. Mm-hmm. It was such a precious little moment. Also, of course, I loved the parts in the closet in the pantry, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of hiding. Yes. Yeah. Which honestly is better given the awkwardness of the mistletoe scene. Like the hiding did improve my discomfort with those scenes. Yeah. So I understand why you're both listing those as your favorites. Yes. And it makes Based it so I feel with it an makes audience. It's so fun. It makes it so fun though. Like you're in a huge group of people and you're like sneaking away and Yeah. 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 That's yeah. fun. His like big grand gesture at the end was sweet, but I also didn't love that like the family was like down the stairs listening. Like, Go away. Huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a little weird, huh? That's all I was thinking about as they were like having their moment in the closet. I was like, Your parents can hear you. <laughs> I couldn't get that out of my head. This is sweet and all, but everyone downstairs knows what's going on. <laughs> I definitely think you're going to bang later. <laughs> so. I think one of the sweet moments was their little inside joke about Christopher Walken. Though, interesting choice of a person. <laughs> like, I think it was weird that that's what they were talking about while they were naked for the first time together but that was the whole thing yeah i I love it i think it's hilarious it's just like so reflective of how like real life romantic relationships go Mm -hmm. they're always like those weird inside jokes where like someone else hears it and they're like what (laughs) right (laughs) so cute and i loved that he gave her the gift of like a shirt with Christopher walking on it saying like walking in sunshine or something like that was like ridiculous. I love those kind of gifts. I wanted to ask you what like some of your favorite gifts were that you have gotten or Mm. what you like to get. Okay. So childhood favorite gift was the tent that I got when I was like, I think six or seven. Because there were four kids in our house, and I needed somewhere to hide. <laughs> That's a great answer. Um, so I would go in there, and I would read books and draw pictures. And it, I 
pure joy. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Until I would come in and bother you. I mean, precious. No, I don't think you bothered me that much. I don't remember you bothering me, but also... Paige is like, yeah, we remember that differently. <laughs> <laughs> also, um... Get out of my tent! (laughs) (laughs) i was very focused on me around then so (laughs) i don't remember i I was focused on my own shit oh um and adult wise my favorite gift books and money you said yeah books books and money money. yeah we know i kept asking your number girl brandon kept asking me he's like what should i get you for your birthday and for christmas and i'll go books or a bookshelf would be cool. And he's like, I don't want to get you any more books. I already got you books. And I go, all I want is books. <laughs> You're like, listen, guys. He's like, you're just going to buy more. I go, I know, but now I don't have to buy some for a while. He's like, no, you'll still buy more. I know how you are. He's like, listen, lady, I've lived with you too long. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I think my favorite gift, thinking back, the one that comes to mind is um, my brother and I one year got a PlayStation. It was so much fun. We honestly, I don't even think we had that many fights over it because my parents were smart enough to get us two controllers. Brilliant. Uh-huh. Um, but we just had like hours and hours of fun. And even now, my brother and I will like text each other every now and then and be like, oh, remember that one game? Like we had so much fun with that. And so it's just like such a cherished memory. But I will say it was how we found out Santa wasn't real oh, because... No. My parents knew way too much about how to set it up. But yeah, we were like, there's no way you two know how to work this. You're Santa. And they were like, no, Santa told us. And we were like, Mm-mm, bullshit. You're Santa. <laughs> and so that was how we found out. Aww. Uh-huh. But great gift. Yeah. I think my favorite childhood gift was probably my Fisher-Price dream house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our dollhouse, whatever it's It was called. like a big townhouse. Yeah. Yep. And I just like setting it up. That was it. I didn't play with it. I just set it up. And then I was like, wow, so pretty. What a (laughs) family. And then I put it away. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) There was no pretend play. I I did not pretend play. Something was wrong with me. I think it was imagination. Nah. I, I think it was the ritual of like getting all the boxes out setting it up perfect and then you're so exhausted because mary page is particular about where things go very particular <laughs> had to be you're perfect like, so yeah by the up. time i was done i was like wow that's a lot of work <laughs> like well that's next time, time. To put it away <laughs> pack it in time for a juice box and a nap <laughs> That's definitely me. That's cute. Okay, moving on. I want to know what the takeaway message was that you got from this cheesy Hallmark type book. I think the TLDR here is to unapologetically pursue your happiness and also perhaps a warning that every day is going to feel like Groundhog Day until you do. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Yeah, it's be yourself, speak your truth, and take some chances. You're a motivational poster. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, be your authentic self, take some chances, and good things will come your way. Also, people over traditions. 
Ooh, good Ooh, one. That's a good one, yes. I like that addition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The traditions that don't matter good. if you've got the people. Yep. That was good. A little bonus here. Let's share our favorite cheesy holiday films. A Nightmare if Before Christmas. Ready. <laughs> The scariest one. A Nightmare Before Christmas. Hey, there is a couple in there. You can't tell me it's not a feel-good holiday movie. (laughs) Fight me. Tim Burton knows what's up. That movie scares the shit out of me. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we didn't watch A Nightmare Before Christmas a lot in our house, surprisingly. Probably because of me. I could see where, like, we would be having some nightmares from, like, the boogeyman and that. Well, yeah. Especially with, Given I don't know, the of nightmares. A skeleton. I don't know. The skeletons are enough. It was the boogie. The boogie. The one made out of for me. a sack? Yeah. <sighs> Give me icky feelings. And he had, he had Sally trapped. Too. Yes. And that was, like, oh, my, my child self knew that that... You're like, that's not good. That's not good. We're trapped. <laughs> By a creepy sack man. I don't know. No, no. I love the songs, though. The songs are uh, I was just going to say, the song scared me. <laughs> the Your animation scared song. me. <laughs> the dark colors scared me. Paige is like, I hated it all. Everything terrified <laughs> me. And I just didn't understand why this was a holiday movie. <laughs> She's like, I don't see the Where's Christmas the Christmas? Part. Where is it? <laughs> She's like, feels like Halloween to me. Oh, uh, yeah. So my favorite, like all-time favorite cheesy holiday Christmas movie is is The Holiday. Um, I just really love that one. I will, I'll watch it all the time. There was a, there was a year where I watched it like to fall asleep to for like a full month and a half. I'm sure Mary Page could hear it in her room. <laughs> Because her room is right next probably to why it's not on my list. <laughs> She's like, if I hear that title sequence one more time, my head's going to explode. Oh, oh, yeah, I loved that. But I don't think it has enough cheese to be considered completely cheesy. So I'm going to say Netflix has been killing it this year with the cheesy Christmas movies. Love Hard was really good. A Castle for Christmas, although Mary Page doesn't agree, which whatever. <laughs> sorry and then since i no that's fine we all all are entitled to our very stupid opinions <laughs> hey <laughs> they just should have had more chemistry okay they there was no it. romance they had it there's no cheese <laughs> oh i just liked i thought it was so cute because they saved the whole town and everything it doesn't matter yeah, um I that part <laughs> Sure. They had a knitter circle. I mean, it had all the things I, I liked. Hey, that was cute, too. She was an author, which I was just like, you know, I hope I can buy a castle one day when I'm an author. I <laughs> An author's salary? <laughs> <laughs> I fear this yeah, is setting unrealistic expectations. <laughs> um. And th- but since I since I wrote this answer, a new one came out this week called Single All the Way, and it is super cute. And it had me like squealing at the end, where like where the happy ending. I was like, because it was so cute. <laughs> it's like it was yeah, it was just super cute because they go they go home to their family for the holidays, and he brings his friend, 
and he and his friend, you know, they fall, they admit their feelings for each other, and it's just super cute. Crash. Yeah. I'll be watching that one tonight. Also, what was that um, that show that you had me watch last year? That was really good. It was like Mary Happy Whatever. Yeah. That was cute. We watch that when we decorate now because it's, it's cute. Also, just cute. So much cute stuff. Cute. Launch me into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Erica's been disassociating this entire conversation. <laughs> she has. She even like rolled back in her chair, like, <laughs> get me away. <laughs> Ha ha! <laughs> this is not my thing. <laughs> I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> yeah, there was a time a couple years back where I would watch a Hallmark movie every single night from Thanksgiving to Christmas. That is intense. It was very sad. I really outdid the Hallmark movies that year. So <laughs> now I just watch a couple each year, just a little sprinkle because. I overdid it. A little salt bay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I love the overly cheesy ones. So don't say I didn't warn you with my recommendation list here. (laughs) I did watch Love Hard. Agree that it's not a great movie title. No. Terrible title. Horrible title. But it's a great movie. It should have been a catfish Christmas. That's all I'm saying. Yes, catfish. Yeah. That would make more sense. Love hard is just weird. She gets catfish. Bad branding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few others that I liked: the holiday calendar on Netflix is really good. Noel on Disney Plus. Holiday. God, I love that one so much on Netflix. I rewatched that one, and it's not specifically just for Christmas. So, you know, if you don't like specifically Christmas themed movies that's a good one mm-hmm. and a few others that i love rewatching: just friends with mm-hmm. ryan reynolds that one always makes me laugh the santa claus and how the grinch stole christmas <laughs> those ones aren't cheesy but i love them here's a question have mm-hmm. we ruined just friends for you after reading the body is not an apology yeah it, ch- it changes things because i want oh yes just friends yeah. won't land the same uh, i just thought about that I watched it. I watched like the first um, twenty minutes, and I was like, "You know what? I don't like this as much. It feels no, cringy. it's ruined." Okay, mm-hmm. well, that one's out the door. Take it out. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not even. I'm not even sad about it. If that, it just isn't. It's not as funny as it once was. Look at that personal growth. <clears throat> Paige is like, "No, you're just ruining my favorite shit." No, no, it's fine. I'm just thinking. I'm like, okay, is Santa the Santa Claus still Hilarious. good? Is How the Grinch Stole Christmas still good? I can assure you the Grinch is still good. I just went to go see the live version. I love it. Still checks out. The Grinch. So good. The Grinch is still good. It's great. You should go see it live if you can. I would love to. It's cute. Now it's that time where we wrap things up with a one-sentence summary. Who let the Hallmark Channel write a book? (laughs) (laughs) It's totally how it comes off. Um, mine is, where was the time warping phenomena when I was not living my authentic self? Come on, universe. Honestly, where was this in my 20s? Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Relatable. I needed this. Mine was a perfect lighthearted read to put you in the Christmas mood. 
So yeah. good. Yeah. Perfect way to end the season, NP. Great choice. Well, that's that for that. We'll be dropping our upcoming reads in the show notes if you want to read along for next time, aka next year. What? Dun dun dun. Coming up next for season two, we've got Just in Time for Valentine's Day, The Lost Apothecary by Sarah Penner, a book about women who take revenge and liberate themselves from the men that wronged them. There's murder by poison and so much more. Or I'm assuming I haven't read it yet, but I know Brandon got it for me for Christmas. So check back. (laughs) (laughs) This was one of Goodreads' top, I think, historical fictions for 2021. So I have high hopes. I'm excited for this one. It was on my list. I actually, I I started, I I got the audiobook too from the library and I just happened to get it yesterday. So I started listening to it. I just wanted to make sure that it was going to be good and I'm enjoying it so far. Amazing. Yay. After that, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Her latest memoir is a testament to female empowerment and self-love and y'all are gonna dig it. Or at least I hope so. (laughs) It's a good one. I've had this on my, I need to read this, I want to read this, but I know it's going to make me feel things list. And so this is going to make me actually read it. I'm very this excited. Will force you. <laughs> I love that that's a separate list for you. That's very specific. It, there's a lot of them on there. <laughs> a lot of Erica's picks. <laughs> all I read. Yeah, it's all Erica's picks. Um, but as Glendon Doyle's podcast is named, we can do hard things. <laughs> Hell yeah, girl. That's yeah. spirit. <laughs> After that, it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. As the back of the book says, it's an unforgettable tale of love that comes at the ultimate price. Dun, dun, dun. We're real friends who read books. I'm Mary Page. I'm Erica. And I'm Courtney. Get to reading. See you next year. (laughs) Bye. 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 Later. See you in 2022. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you find yourself on Instagram, check out our page at realfriends underscore podcast. We can't forget our special thanks to Brandon Schmunk for our theme music. favorite May and Andrew movement. Mo- wow. I'm having a hard time reading. Movement. Sorry, guys. Movement. <laughs> movement. They're all cows now. <laughs> I'm so excited. I read this as cows in my head. I don't know what you guys were picturing. <laughs> <laughs>